I'm Kelly. And welcome to The Millennial Minimalist. Hi, everyone. This is Kelly, and today I'm speaking with an exciting tech entrepreneur who is on a mission to help us clean out our closets and build simple wardrobes that we will wear and love. Her name is Erin Flynn, and she is the founder and CEO of Cladwell, a personal styling app that helps us curate and maintain thoughtful capsule wardrobes using the clothes we already own. If you feel like you have tons of clothes and nothing to wear, this conversation will be especially helpful for you. Rather than buying new clothes, Erin encourages us to let go of our clutter and decide on our favorite pieces to create capsule wardrobes that best represent our lifestyles. Cladwell's app works like a digital closet manager. Once you build your capsule, the app will match your collection and curate daily outfits for you, mixing and matching your top, bottom shoes and accessories. We hope that our discussion will not only inspire you to tidy up and simplify your wardrobe, but also help you understand the personal and environmental benefits that come from wearing and loving what you own. Thank you in advance for sharing in our conversation. Hello? Hi. Hi, Erin. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for connecting with me today. No problem. Thanks for having me. So I've really been looking forward to speaking with you. You are leading a conscious fashion movement that helps us live more with less and also live more sustainably, which really aligns well with our minimalist values. So I wanted to start by taking things back to before you started Cladwell. In a video on your website, you share your story saying that you had too many clothes and nothing to wear <laughs> and that you had 450 items in your closet. Yes. Can you briefly share your story and how these experiences inspired you to build Cladwell? Yeah, so I was originally a fashion blogger. That's kind of how I got my start in fashion and really just had collected a lot of clothes over the years. And also, to be totally honest, had really bought into the idea that shopping more would make me like the more clothes I had, the more stylish or somehow the more into fashion I would be. And so it was weird to me when I would, you know, wake up every morning and walk to my closet and say the exact same thing, which is I have too many clothes and nothing to wear which was ridiculous because I had 450 items in my closet. So there was no reason that I should be saying that. Um, and I, when I got introduced to the whole concept of a capsule wardrobe, it really started with a closet clean out process. And I'm not, I'm not over exaggerating when I say it, it not only changed my closet, but it actually changed my life. And I can get into that in a minute. But that really um, going through that transformational process helped, made me want to help other people. And so that's kind of what we did with Cladwell. We ended up building this app that not only would help you um, hopefully go through this process and build a closet that you love, but what we also realized is once people went through the capsule wardrobe process, they still felt a bit of paralysis, which is, okay, great. Now I have less clothes, but I'm still not entirely sure how to put these items together. And so that's kind of where the idea of Cladwell came to be. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And, and I'm wondering when you went into your closet, like how, what, how did you resolve this situation? Cause I think a lot of us out there feel the same way. We have a lot of clothes and we still feel like we have nothing to wear. I mean, Lauren and I, the millennial minimalist, we've definitely downsized over the years uh, and built our capsule wardrobes. That being said, when I had a larger closet, I used to say the same thing. And I know I have peers today who still feel the same way. And so what kind of solutions did you find when it came to the decluttering process? Yeah, so decluttering, um, I always say that there's kind of two 
main ways you can do it. So the, the first is you can, you can use the Cloudwell app and put your clothes into the app and then log what you wear each day, or at least a majority of your week. And by doing that at the 90 day mark, we will actually put red dots next to your items to kind of say, Hey, you haven't worn this item in 90 days. You should probably do something with that, <laughs> whether that's wear it and keep it or donate it or store it away. But it's the slow, I call it like the slow decluttering process. So if you're not, you know, if you don't want to do that whole weekend um, sprint, <laughs> you can use Cloudwell to help you do that. Uh, the second way is definitely the rip off the Band-Aid approach, which is taking a Saturday or whatever day you have free that week and really going through step-by-step the closet clean-out process. And so what that looks like is doing all your laundry, getting all your clothes clean, um, laying them on your bed, uh, splitting them into two piles, although you can kind of have three, like have a maybe pile for for a, a part of the process. But ultimately, you want to get them into two piles, the things you love and the things that you don't love. And really through that process, when you're looking at the things that you love, you should be able to see some common trends. So whether that is uh, your color palette, or it could be looking at those items and saying, hey, I wear you know, way more denim than I thought, or I, I like things that are fitted more than um, loose fitted items. And so you should be able to really see a theme between the pile one and the pile two. And so once you remove pile two, and again, this is by far the piece that gives people the most anxiety is getting rid of that pile too. And I always say that you can just store it away. I recommend just literally putting it under your bed, putting it in another room, um, down in your basement, something you don't have to donate it right away. Just see if you can live without those items for 30 days before making any commitments. Right. Um, yeah. And so it's just looking at that pile one, that's really kind of the process of uh, the closet clean out. And there's obviously some more steps after that, but generally you'll be able to learn so much more about yourself and ultimately your style. On a video on cloudwell.com, you talk about writing down the themes between each pile, the pile that you love and wear and the pile that you don't. Yeah. And I think that's, that's something that we don't usually actually take the time to do. It actually may make the process of letting go easier because you realize, Hey, maybe that doesn't align well with my lifestyle today. So in some ways, this process can help us not only uh, refine our wardrobe, but it can also reinvent our wardrobe as well. Understand our style personality, right? Yeah. It makes you so much more conscious of the things that actually make up your personal style. I think everyone thinks about your personal style of, oh, it's bohemian or it's, you know, pretty or, you know, whatever label you want to give it, but it's actually just the themes that you love. That's what makes up, makes up your own personal style. And that's unique to everyone. Um, but it's really hard to know what those things are if you're not conscious of it. And so being able to look through that pile of the things you, you know, put in pile two versus pile one, you'll be able to kind of see like, Oh, I, I, I lean toward, you know, the color green, or I lean toward again, buying things that are fitted or have buttons versus don't. And it's those little details that um, will actually change the way uh, you think about um, not only your closet and getting dressed, but also when you go to shop, you'll be able to say no to so much more because you actually understand what you like. 
Yes. And you'll be more hyper aware of everything in your closet and what you need. Right. So when you see something you don't need, like Lauren and I, we actually think about is buying this item the worth the cost of storing it and having to look at it if I'm not going to wear it. Yes. (laughs) And I, I will also say that there's this, um, I want to throw this in there because I, I always forget. Um, a lot of people, when they go through this process, they have this kind of tension, which is I really love, let's say it's a white t-shirt. So I really love this white t-shirt, but it just doesn't fit me anymore. And so we have the tendency to hold on to the, some of these items that either don't fit or like give us blisters when we wear them or like whatever it may be. And what I recommend is actually moving those to pile two, but writing down that you want to replace that item because it actually because you actually do love that style. You just like shrunk it or something. Oh um, yeah. Because we, we so hold on to these like pieces that have kind of like an emotional pull on us. Um, but that's not healthy because every time we go into our closet and get dressed in the morning, we're faced with an item that we actually can't wear or don't enjoy wearing. And that again, whether we know it or not, probably causes some mental tension. So um, I highly recommend moving that to pile two, writing it down. And that's a good place to start. Oh my gosh, that's, you made me think of an item in my closet right now where I, I think about that. I'm like, you know what, it's, it's the style of life, but it's not exactly what, it's not in the perfect shape. So that's why I'm not wearing it, but I really should put it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you suggest like we store a pile of clothes, you know, the pile of clothes that we don't love or wear often. How long should we store these clothes? That's a great question. <laughs> um, it's really, I mean, dependent on the person. But I always say, give yourself, you know, 30 days in a season. So if we're, we're going into spring, so if I'm going to redo my wardrobe, I'm going to, I'm getting ready to actually store away all the things that I don't, you know, I'm not going to keep for this season, but I'm just a little hesitant. So I store it away for around 30 days. And at 30 days, I try to make some sort of move, whether it's either, again, bringing back a couple pieces or keeping them away and then donating them or giving, giving them away to, I do a lot of hand-me-downs. So I have a lot of younger cousins. So nice. at some point I'm always like, Hey, my seasonal wardrobe's here. And if you would like these pieces, um, it's a little different in quarantine, but (laughs) I, yeah, I recommend around 30 days. I, I like that recommendation because when I went, for example, through my boyfriend's closet, we took a pile and we said, okay, this is what we're going to recycle. This is what we're going to donate. And then maybe this is what we're going to sell. But we never thought of, hey, like, let's save this piece. Let's mm-hmm. save this, this pile of clothes that maybe you don't love or wear. Because maybe, maybe you will wear it eventually. Maybe your preferences will change. And maybe, maybe it's good to have a storage box to kind of take 30, every 30 days, look at it and say, do I really need this? Do I really like this? And and then kind yeah. of pull them out as you go. Cause it doesn't need to be like one, one scenario where you, you know, make that decision right there. And then maybe it is right. okay to take time. Yeah. And there's some things that I hold on to. So I have this, anor- I have actually two anorak, or actually one's more an anorak jacket and the other one is more mil- military jacket. And I knew that I wasn't going to wear them this season. I've had them for probably five years now and I was just kind of tired of them. So I'm just, you know, sort them away, but I didn't get rid of them because I knew that probably in another season, I would be interested in them uh, again. So some things 
again, I, I don't, it's good to keep them out of your closet because you want your closet to be filled with your favorite items and everything that you currently love and want to wear that season. That said, if you actually think you're going to wear it again at some point, that's where storing it away and keeping it is not bad. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so Lauren, uh, who co-hosts this podcast with me, she has a very tiny wardrobe. <laughs> and so her wardrobe seems to work for her all for all seasons. And while I have a storage box that I place under my bed, so I don't need to see it. Uh, she, she personally doesn't, doesn't love that idea for her mm -hmm. because she says, you know, you shouldn't have to store it. Personally, for me, I, you know, and I think people who really love clothes and, and are really into fashion, I think it's okay to have a little bit more. Um, but something that really gives me that clarity every morning is going into my closet and only seeing a certain number of items because, yeah. and it's those items that you know, you'll wear and you'll love, you'll love. So it's easy to make Sometimes in some ways it's easier to make choices uh, on yes. what to wear and it just makes you so much happier because there's just a sense of space and clarity that comes with wearing almost like 90% of what's in your closet. It's amazing. Right. And again, if, if everything in your closet is filled with things you love, you don't have any of that emotional guilt. You're not faced with, you know, those pair of jeans that once fit and don't fit anymore. It's, it's all just, it makes it so much easier to get dressed in the morning. And I, I do agree. Like it's different for everyone. Some people, if you're storing away a container that can just that idea of having a container has, you know, mental stress tied to it. Um, and so it's totally dependent on what works best for you and asking yourself those questions. Yeah. I mean, if you fold it away, it feels great. Yes, it does. It really does. <laughs> yeah. It feels organized. And I want to also remind our listeners that decluttering your closet, the process of letting go can actually be super fun. You can make the process mm -hmm. fun. And then once you're done the process, you just feel a sense of relief and just weight off your shoulders. And can yeah. you agree with me there? Yes. Yes. And I think when I talk to people, it's the biggest barrier is just the idea of it um, rather than doing it. And it really is. I, I kind of enjoy the process now. You know, I listen to a podcast or you know, I'll drink some wine while I'm doing a closet clean out. Uh, it's actually, I, I enjoy it every season. People can have a virtual hangout and yeah. in their closets together. <laughs> I highly recommend that. Grab some wine, start looking through your items, show your friends, hey, what do you think? Get yeah. their opinion too. I think it's really also helpful. On cladwell.com, you have a video where you, I don't know if it was your closet or another lady's closet, but you were decluttering a closet together. Yes, it's my uh, my friend Jen. So she actually used to work at Cladwell, um, and we decluttered her closet together. It was it was really fun. We filmed it for Cladwell, but we actually did the process, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it looked like you guys were having fun, and I think having two people is also super helpful because mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's hard for us to ask ourselves those questions that we should ask ourselves. Hey, are you going to wear this? Or how often do you wear this? Or do you really like that? Do you think that's a part of who you are today? Maybe, maybe you're holding on to an item that was your style five years ago, but isn't really who you are today. Yeah. And I, I do recommend if this is your first time doing this, 
having another person there is a huge help because again, there's all those first tensions of, did I, I really love this, but you know, I, it doesn't fit me or whatever um, it may be, but those are really hard to wrestle with yourself. So if this is your first time doing it, I, I do recommend getting whoever is quarantined with you right now, or um, if you can get someone on zoom, that would, that would be uh, probably best. No, that's great. That's great. I actually also read a stat on your website that says in the 1980s, the average American bought just 12 pieces of clothing a year. And in 2019, 68 items a year. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's so crazy because I think for me that that stat was particularly staggering because that's my entire lifetime. You know, I didn't know anything before that. I just thought we had always shopped like this. And so you come to realize that your parents and your grandparents, there was a different way of thinking about your closet, thinking about fashion just before the eighties. Like it's not that long ago. Um, however, we've become accustomed to this idea that again, the more you shop, the, the better you'll look. And that's just not true. I completely agree. And that's some of the ways people try to find solutions to not feel overwhelmed by all the items in the closet. And as you said, buying more is not the solution. The solution is creating a capsule wardrobe. And for those who don't know what a capsule wardrobe is, how would you define a capsule wardrobe? Yeah. So the easiest definition is it's loving and wearing every single item in your closet. Ultimately, what you're trying to do is create a seasonal capsule wardrobe that is interchangeable and versatile, which means just things mix and match together easily. Um, But again, at the simplest definition, it's really opening up your closet and saying, I love and wear every single piece, every single piece here in my closet. And if you think about that, let's say there's 90 days, roughly 90 days in a season, it's really hard (laughs) to have a very large closet if you love and wear every single piece because within a season, um, it's just not going to happen because you can't, you can't, you physically can't wear all those items unless you're, you know, getting dressed three times a day. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's, it's a great mental exercise and physical exercise to be able to pare down your wardrobe. And it also will just start your day off way better. I mean, I personally have way too much black in my wardrobe and I know it's a versatile shade, uh, but my goal this year is to incorporate more color and you can do that with a capsule wardrobe. Yeah. It's, it's again, it's personal for everyone. Some people love more neutrals. Some people, uh, love more color and it's really just found finding the right balance between your main, I call them your main colors, which would be, uh, the things that you wear probably most often. And those also actually can be neutrals. Um, And then having a mix of neutrals and then a couple accents and having uh, three, roughly three of each really makes a good cohesive color palette. Oh, I love that. That's great advice. So let's say that I've created or uh, our listeners have created their capsule wardrobe. How can they keep themselves uh, accountable to stay organized. So for example, I know that Marie Kondo is a supporter of your work and similar to the Marie Kondo way, your work helps people determine what items spark joy. So how can we keep ourselves accountable to stay organized and how can the Cladwell app keep us on track? Yeah, so it's really being accountable 
is really about shifting your mindset. Because when you go through this closet clean out process, what you're doing is you're learning more about yourself and therefore learning more about your style. And so through that process of kind of understanding, becoming conscious, understanding what you like and don't like, that's the shift in your habits. Because when you go to the mall or when you're going shopping online, you then can say no to the things that you threw away in pile two and that you know that you actually won't wear. And you can say yes when you actually need something to add into your closet or when you see something that you know you'll actually wear. And so the one thing of this being accountable is it's much easier when you actually make that that mental shift and understand more about yourself and your style. So that's one piece. Um, the second piece is in Cladwell, so you can actually log what you wear. So we recommend three daily outfit recommendations based off the weather. And then you can also edit and kind of build your own outfit if you have something already in mind. But if you log what you wear, we will kind of spit information back at you. <laughs> so that kind of sounded gross, spitting information back out. Oh, it's out great. <laughs> um, but we'll actually show you, you can track uh, the average American only wears 20% of their closet. The average Cladwell user wears around 65% of their closet. And we're constantly encouraging people to try to get that number closer and closer to 100%. So we actually track how much of your wardrobe you're wearing. So it's a good way to kind of, you know, <laughs> keep yourself uh, accountable in the sense of, am I actually doing what I said I'm going to do? Am I actually at the 60% mark? Am I, you know, above the 20% or whatever it may be? And then also you can, when you log what you wear, you can see, okay, here's my most owned colors, but here's the colors I'm actually wearing. So it allows you after 90 days to again, reevaluate do I actually wear the things that I, that I pared down and kind of make, you're just constantly refining your closet. And really this process, depending on where you live, some people do, I do it seasonally, like spring, summer, fall, winter. Some people really only have two seasons, or maybe you live in a climate that it's really just, you know, if you're in California, it may just be kind of one closet. So again, it's up to you. But having these 90-day check-ins are really helpful to actually see the data in the Cloudwell app based off what you um, logged. Oh, I like that. I like that there's a 90-day check-in because I think that that is something that, I mean, Marie Kondo really helps us organize our spaces and maybe go through that decluttering process. But what about three months down the road? What about six months down the road? You know, it's behavior changes, you know, it's habit changes. Right. And I think, again, this that's like really part one. Part one is the decluttering. But part two is how are you, uh, you know, what are your lifestyle activities for the week? And how do you dress for your daily life? And actually putting together outfits. Because I think, you know, like I mentioned earlier, a lot of people do the closet clean out and then they kind of get a bit of paralysis of, okay, I have less clothes. How do I put all this stuff together? Um, and that's really where Cloudwell kind of can help. It can help you make the most and appreciate what you have and make the most of what you have. But it also helps you become more conscious, again, of the outfits that you like. And if you understand, again, what you're wearing more of, it just makes getting dressed easier every day and helps refine your style. Yeah. And, and you know what? At, at the end of the day, it also... By curating a capsule wardrobe, I mean, I've definitely, personally, I've reduced my carbon footprint. 
Uh, and that's huge. Um, yes. We're helping slow down the fast fashion movement and live more sustainably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on your website, you mentioned that the Cladwell way is to reduce, reuse, and recycle. Uh, and I'm hoping you got, you can explain this for our listeners. Yeah, so reducing is, again, what I mentioned earlier around uh, it's really hard to love and wear everything in your closet and have a huge closet. So really reducing your closet down to the essential items, the things that you're actually going to wear during the season. So that's part, part one. Part two is reusing. So I think it's Elizabeth Klein who wrote the conscious closet. She says that if you wear your clothes nine months longer, you reduce your carbon footprint by 30%. And I think we, I can't remember the stat exactly, but definitely as Americans, um, probably Canadians too, we are, kind of in this perpetual shopping habit of, you know, buying more. It's become a consumable, which wasn't always the case. And so uh, rather than buying new items, again, it, it goes back to trying to make the most of what you already have. And if you love what you already have, then it's much easier to do that. And so wearing your items longer actually makes a huge difference when it comes to the environment and our footprint. And then the third piece is recycling. So the stat is that we throw away 80 pounds of clothes per year and 87% of those clothes actually end up incinerated or in landfills, likely in third world countries. And so even when we kind of think we're doing this good thing by donating our clothes, it's actually creating this huge mess that we don't really see. And it's impacting a lot of, um, a lot of women and families in third world countries. Yes. So to reduce that, um, or we reduce that by recycling more. So that could look like taking, you know, a shirt that no longer fits you that you want to, um, maybe rather than donate, you can turn into a rag or turn into some sort of towel or something like that. Um, it can mean trying to spread your clothes again, rather than um, donating, you could uh, give them to, like I, I donate to my cousins. <laughs> They're, uh, my little cousins are always happy to give my clothes. Um, and so maybe sharing amongst fr- friends and family, swapping. There is a bunch of different resellers now online. Um, so there's, a, there's some new ways. And um, ultimately, there's some new inventions that are coming around with recycling of trying to actually turn your clothes into other things that are usable. Um, I know one of the stores, Madewell, is actually making a, a pretty good effort on this. And, you know, you can get your, you can donate your jeans and they're turning them into, I believe it's housing ins- insulation. So, um, oh, wow. I love Madewell. Madewell jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there are different places. It just takes a little research to, to figure out how to best uh, recycle your clothes. Yeah. And I mean, you recently interviewed filmmaker Andrew Morgan, which I loved on your podcast. He Uh, was wonderful. He was so delightful. Your your discussion was so wonderful. He, He directed the film, The True Cost, which really takes a deep look at, you know, how our clothes are made. And what's happening in the world when it comes to uh, fast fashion. So, yeah, no, it was a really great discussion. It was a really big reminder that by building a capsule wardrobe and be more mindful of the amount of clothes that we own uh, and wearing what we own, we will naturally live more sustainably. And, you know, we, we will also... 
reduce the amount of time that we get dressed in the morning and spend yeah. on shopping. Yeah, so. there's just there's a big why behind it. I think we benefit a huge amount personally. Like you feel the the kind of weight being lifted off you and that personal freedom after you clear out all the clutter. Um, it takes a little work to get there, but again, the the reward is worth it. At the same time, by doing that process and kind of shifting your mindset to buying less, you are actually making a huge difference on the environment, on these workers that are making our clothes, and ultimately the fashion industry. You're kind of saying to the fashion industry, hey, let's change our ways. And so again, you're not just benefiting personally, you are actually um, kind of changing the world. I really hope that we can get there to that yes. point where we don't want trends anymore. We want to build our style and be happy with it mm-hmm. and not feel like we need to buy certain things to fit in, but be happy with the clothes that are on their, our bodies and that kind of make up who we are and reflect our personalities. And it's so interesting that, you know, growing up, I just remember feeling pressure to fit in with my clothes. And yeah. now I'm just, and you know, now as you get to know yourself more, you just, you just kind of figure it out on your own and you embrace it and you don't feel that need to keep buying things and buying more. So in addition to saving time, I, I, I feel like for me and for Laura, we've saved so much money. Um, so how, how do you, why do you think that we save money when it comes to building a capsule wardrobe? On a very simple level, it's just that you're buying less overall. And so by buying less, you're not spending money at the mall or spending money online shopping. And it makes a huge difference because, again, you kind of have along the sides of personal freedom uh, when it comes to getting dressed every morning. You also have financial freedom in the sense that you can whatever you were spending those dollars or however much you were spending those dollars on when it came to your closet, you now have that money to turn around and um, either save for yourself or save for your family or put it towards something that you've been wanting to do a vacation, you know, some, some other thing, but you don't need to just spend it to fit in. And I think that's such a freeing thing is you're no longer in this, you've broken the cycle. And I also say, because it seems like fashion can feel very frivolous at times. It's like, oh, do, do we really need to spend this much time talking about fashion? And it's like, yes, because we touch it every single morning when we get dressed. It makes a huge difference. We all interact with it. And also if we change our fashion habits, that really bleeds over into other parts of our lives, whether, whether we know it or not. It certainly changed um, how I thought about really how I make cho- choices at work and how I uh, design my house and all sorts of things that I wouldn't have thought it had. I would agree with you. I think that it's definitely for both Lauren and I, it's really reduced our, I would say starting the the day off with some sense of stress and anxiety. You can feel that when you don't know what to wear in the morning and you're rushing, right? Yeah. And I think everyone had, everyone kind of knows that like you put on a good alpha in the morning and you feel more confident oh, <laughs> and if you're wearing like, you know, large sweatpants and a giant sweatshirt you may feel comfy, but you probably don't feel like your best self. <laughs> so there's definitely these little things that we all kind of just inherently know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's also like becoming hyper, again, hyper aware of what you need 
right? Yes. So you're naturally going to be saving money because you look at items in stores. I mean, I will go, I mean, when I used to go <laughs> to the mall, <laughs> I would just honestly, my behavior, I used to be going into my favorite store, Aritzia. I would feel yes. so overwhelmed because I just loved everything in the store and I didn't yeah. know what to do with myself. Now I go in that store and I hardly find anything because I yeah. know I don't need any of it. It's amazing. Right. And, and Lauren actually has a really interesting trick. What she does is she has this, she has a booklet or she has this magnet on her fridge and she'll write down a want and a need list when it comes to clothing items or shoes or accessories. And she'll create that list and she'll see that list get larger and larger as the month goes on. And she'll realize, hey, like if I had bought that, I would have spent this amount of money. This is how much money I saved. So you also yeah. can physically see how much money you're saving. Yes. And that's where um, making a list is a huge, uh, huge deal because it just, again, it makes me more intentional and more conscious. And if you're doing that before you actually go purchase those items, like, like Lauren, you'll realize you don't, you don't actually need all those things, but also for the things that stay on the list, you can say like, Oh, I actually do need to replace these, you know, black shoes or whatever it may be. And just having that intentional act makes it so much easier. Like you're saying to, to say no to all the items in the store and to say yes to the things that you actually want and need. Yeah. And I think also your Cladwell app helps with that because you guys, as you said, spit out, uh, your algorithm works so that you can put together outfits based on the weather uh, yeah. for your users. So by doing that, it's making you, it's keeping you inspired to wear what you own and wear what's in the app, right? So yes. if you buy something new, I mean, you won't feel that need to buy something new because you're getting these ideas. And I, I also read on your website that uh, those who use it uh, save $600 a year. Yeah. It's just, it, again, to the stat of most Cloudville users um, wear 65% of their closet versus the, the average of 20%. Uh, most Cloudville users save $600 per year. And so those are just uh, benefits of using the app on a regular basis and kind of uh, making yourself, kind of changing your habits and making yourself more intentional. It's interesting because there are all these little uh, little things that you wouldn't think make a huge difference and they, and they actually do. But one of the things in the app that I, I do really love is if you're thinking about buying an item, you can add that item to your closet and you can see all the outfit possibilities that you could create if you added that item. And so you're able to kind of actually scroll through and look at all your outfits and say, oh, would I actually wear those or not? Or how many outfits could I actually create if I bought this? And yeah. so it also visually helps you make better decisions. Because I think that's the other piece. You kind of go into the store and you, or, you know, see it online, you see it on a mannequin or on a model and you're like, ah, that looks great. I think I could wear that. And then you buy it and you realize, ah, I created one outfit. <laughs> um, and so being able to actually see that in the app makes a huge difference when it comes to your purchasing decisions. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And also, also just choosing neutrals really helps. I'd have to say, I know you yes. can still have your patterns in your, in, in your closet, but uh, if it's, if you're buying, you know, one blazer that you know you're going to wear often or that you know you're going to need to wear often, you may not want to choose a pattern because that way you can mix and match it more. So, right. Uh, yeah. And then, okay. So on your podcast, too many clothes and nothing to wear, which by the way is awesome. 
Oh, thanks. Podcast is so great. Thanks. It was a giant experiment. So I'm really glad (laughs) to hear you say that. Yes. So again, for our listeners, it's called Too Many Clothes and Nothing to Wear. Perfect title. Like perfect. Uh, You actually interviewed minimalism thought leader, Courtney Carver, who I mentioned earlier. We interviewed her as well. Uh, And you discussed her fashion challenge, Project 333, which again, challenges people to wear 33 items for 30 months and change it up each season if it works for you. So for her, for Courtney Carver, she actually has 20 clothing items, four pairs of shoes, six pairs of accessories, and uh, three jewelry items. And I should note that those items that aren't a part of Project 333 are those, are your undergarments and also your activewear, uh, as long as you keep it active, she says. Um, And I wanted to know, have you tried this challenge? And what is, what do you think is the ideal range of items that we should own in our capsule wardrobe? Oh man, uh, Courtney's the real deal. Yeah, <laughs> she's doing it. Um, I have not done uh, the exact challenge that she lays out. I have obviously read about it. I literally have her book sitting to the right of me. But I, uh, I think for me, it's never really been about the the number. It's more, again, going back to this kind of philosophy of we call it reasonableism. Uh, but it's oh, this, I like that. <laughs> it's this idea that things should be reasonable. Um, like you don't have to be at the extreme of it, but you can be if that's, if that's what you want to do, but you shouldn't have anything of excess. And I think that's kind of the world that I'm, I live in. Um, and so for me personally, it it is again, not exactly been about the number. It's more been around, I have normally around 75 items in my closet. Oh, I mean, that's completely reasonable. I think, yeah. what, how much, okay, because I, I also read a stat, it's in an article, it was a Forbes article called Millennials Go Minimal, and it featured mm-hmm. Cladwell, and it mentioned that in 1930, the average consumer had 36 pieces of clothing yes. in their closet, and today, more than 120 pieces, so 75, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I mean... Granted, where I came from was 450. So yeah. <laughs> getting down to 75, I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> but yeah, again, I think it just depends on there's a there's obviously multiple different um, types of programs you can do for this. And it comes down to, again, I, I think it's loving and wearing everything in your closet. And if you're doing that, that's great. Also, I will recommend that uh, Project 333 is really great for kickstarting stuff. If you've never done this, I think a challenge is a great way to just shock your system into uh, this mindset because really what you're trying to do is change your habits. And so, at, you know, you've probably done diets in your past life or, you know, whatever. Um, ask yourself, like, what's worked the best for you? And then maybe try to do that when it comes to your your closet. I like that idea. I like that you see it as kind of, it gives you that shock value. It really does. It puts you to the test. I mean, 33 items. I mean, that includes your shoes. That includes your outerwear. I mean, that's a, that's a challenge. It's 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 tough. Yeah. And and I think Lee Vosberg is another um, lady that we had on the podcast and she runs the, the blog style B and she does a 10 by 10 challenge or kind of created this 10 by 10 challenge. And that's another way to kind of ease into the process, which is just challenge yourself to only wear 10 items for 10 days. And it's just little things like that, that change kind of how you think about your clothes. And that's ultimately what we're trying to do. There was a point. I love that idea as well. Uh, there was a point in my life where I said, okay, so I'm keeping these items and I don't know if I love them. So I'm going to make myself wear them to work every single day this week. And so I wore my 
least favorite outfits for five days straight. And in that process, I realized that I only liked one outfit in that entire week. And that was super helpful. So sometimes you got to put your, push yourself to actually, okay, you like this item, you want to keep it, then you go out and you wear it. (laughs) Make yourself do that. Yeah. And I think especially right now in the times that we're going through, these are things that help push our creativity. Um, you know, having restrictions, uh, again, help you become more creative. And so what better time than now to kind of play around these with these ideas or challenge yourself, especially if you have a little extra time on your hands? Uh, I completely agree. The time is now if you want to really, really get focused and, and kind of build a wardrobe that really reflects who you are, but also, again, eases your anxiety and your stress levels going forward once we're out of all of this, because you'll have a cleaner You'll have a cleaner space and you'll have a better sense of your style and you'll shop more intentionally going forward. So there's like huge benefits. But what you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation is that this has really, really helped change your life in a positive way. And on your website, there's actually a line that really stuck with me. It says that clothing says something about who you are and can be a gateway to creating the life you want to live. And I loved that. And Mm -hmm. so how I want to ask you, how has simplifying your wardrobe positively influenced other areas of your life and helped you design a more meaningful life? Yeah. So I really bought into this idea of essentialism. Um, if you haven't read the book, it's by, I think it's Greg McEwen. Um, yeah. Greg McEwen. I've read it. McEwen. Okay. I was like, ah, um, yeah, it's so good. And it, he really talks a lot about how if you're, um, everyone has a choice, no matter what the situation you, you have a choice on how you're going to, um, react. And also about if, if you don't make a choice, someone else will do that for you. And what I realized with my closet, when I first did that capsule wardrobe was how unconscious I really was, like how I was just going through my life probably following mostly marketing messages of just kind of, you know, going about, um, yeah, going about my life in a way that was not intentional at all. And so while I made this, you know, choice for my closet, it actually was me making a choice for a lot of different aspects of my life. Um, when it came to my work, when it came to, how I was going to raise my, my kid, how we were going to interact as a family. And again, it's made a big difference in how, you know, we think about our home. And so I think really just by being intentional and making choices for yourself, that has such an impact on all different aspects of your life. And as little as a thing as it may seem as cleaning out your closet and organizing your closet, I think it's a great starting point for uh, easing into um, a more meaningful life. Yeah, I think you, you mentioned, you mentioned intentionality. And I love that because once you're intentional with one area of your life, like, like for example, your wardrobe, once you build hyper awareness of where you want to also spend your time, you realize, Mm -hmm. wow, you know, like if this is intentional and I'm focused here, I'm going to take this focus and bring it here. I mean, you know, we build this 
sense of hyper awareness of every other area of our life, I'd argue, you know, by yeah. having an organized closet, then I want to keep my whole home organized. I also want to be more intentional with my time and my money, like all these things. And it, these yes. are, these are like quality positive habits that influence other all other areas of your life and it's interesting because you you have a husband and you have, you have a child and so do you feel like this way that you were living has really inspired them as well yes i think i i say this somewhere on the website is i think that when you make this shift we don't even fully realize what we're doing for like the generations to come because if you think about like, we could probably get a lot of our habits from, you know, our parents and then our parents' parents and how we grew up. And I think when you're making those choices for yourself, when you're flipping the script and saying, Hey, I'm only going to buy what I need and we're going to be intentional. Really what I'm doing is I, I'm, I'm teaching my kid those things. Um, and so what I'm hoping, and I think this is true for other people as well, is he'll grow up kind of watching how, I um, hopefully was more intentional and also watching how, you know, I didn't just shop to shop. And when we bought something, it was something that we needed. And, and I think those habits, um, I really hope to pass down to him and, and that he'll kind of do the same thing. And you're really changing, uh, changing again, the script of we can't, we can't shop our way out of, out of a messy closet. <laughs> and so being intentional and being more mindful, I, again, I think makes a huge impact on our children and hopefully our children's children. Yeah. It's leading by example, hundred percent. And you also said on your website, let's face the clutter instead of add to it, which is so yes. true. Like we have to do that. Yeah. And, and I, I do want to say, I know that it's not like that thought is very overwhelming for people. So um, I know that it, it may seem like uh, not a fun task, but I promise once you do it, you will feel a million times better. You'll feel a million times better. And you'll also feel like a sense of you want to inspire other people to do that. And that's the yes. fact that Aaron, like I really want to help you with, I mean, we're all on this same mission towards living simply and living with greater intention. And, you know, obviously with that comes living more sustainably and hopefully that will help, you know, future generations, you know, shop with more consciousness or shop more consciously. And again, change the narrative, I guess, and, and, and change, change the climate. So yeah, direction. So, and I, and I think we have this huge opportunity right now. I mean, we're in the middle of the coronavirus and all kind of being forced to slow down. And it's one of those things that this is a very unique time in history. And I, I really think not, not to, um, diminish the, the seriousness of, of the virus and everything that's happening. But for those of us that are in our homes and um, hunkering down, this is a great opportunity to just pause and kind of rethink not just your closet, but all aspects. And, you know, if we can come out of this a little bit, uh, thinking a little differently about our, you know, our wardrobe, as well as other aspects of our life, I, I think we can use this for, for positive. It's so true. I mean, it's, it's how we see it, right? And if we can take this time as a time of ref reflection, we can improve so many areas of our lives. 
Uh, and I know, again, as you said, it's a challenge, especially yeah. <laughs> when it comes to letting go. But I think you've, you've really like helped me even in this conversation, Aww. realize that like loving and wearing everything you own, for example, is, is such a weight off your shoulders. And it's, it's just, if I can do that, then, you know, there's other areas in my life that I'm still going through clutter, especially digital clutter. Yeah. It's okay <laughs> to let go. It's okay to let go because I know the reward that comes from that. And, yeah. and yeah, so. And, it, and I don't think any, none of us are doing it perfectly or have to do it perfectly. Um, I think it's just trying to be the best versions of ourselves and that's literally all we can do. And so I, I feel like when I first heard this, it was perfect or nothing. You know what I mean? There was no in between. Um, and so I really want to encourage people to just try and uh, see what happens. Yeah. And, and, you know, once you do it, maybe share it with your friends because yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is something we want to push forward. For example, uh, my father actually follows uh, our podcast quite closely. Uh, yeah. He's also one to own a lot of clothing <laughs> and <laughs> he has a lot of stuff. And months ago he said, you know, Hey Kelly, everything in my closet, I love, or I wear. And I said, I can prove you wrong. <laughs> he has been proven like wrong. any good daughter. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and he did realize, I mean, it's, it's once you go through all the items that you realize, Hey, you're right. I don't need to hold on to this. And Oh wait, this actually doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just got to make the effort, but again, make it fun grab a friend, do it together. It'll be fun. Um, yes. To be honest, like I, I, I actually called out a friend the other day. I said, let's do this because I actually love <laughs> helping people. So yeah, that's awesome. I also, um, Cladwell put out, uh, it's called Closet Clean Out and it has two exclamation points, but it's a playlist on Spotify. <laughs> so okay. if, you're, if you're looking for a playlist while you're doing your closet clean out, you can check it out. <laughs> Okay, I will. Thank you. That's awesome. So, so thank you so much again for your time today. So where can our audience connect with you and find you? Yeah, so um, you can go to obviously cladwell.com to check out Cladwell. Um, and Cladwell app is our Instagram handle. I, um, so we actually have, we started this new thing. If you go to cladwell.com slash community, it's an open Slack channel and we, um, part of our community is in there and people are posting different, uh, messages about whether it be about a closet clean out or a swap or just general tips, but I am there and can be direct messaged on that platform. So Oh, wow. I would say that's the best place to actually reach me. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Oh, gosh. Okay. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much again, Erin. I'd love to reconnect with you in the next few months and see how you're doing. And uh, I'm sure I'm sure your app will evolve. I'm, I'm sure you'll have more wisdom to share. So that would be great. And thank you so, so much for having me. Um, this was wonderful. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Erin. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope our discussion has motivated you to tidy up your closet and build a simple wardrobe that you will wear and love. And you can learn more about Erin and tips on how to begin cleaning out your closet at cladwell.com and follow Cladwell on social media at Cladwell app. Perhaps you may also feel inspired to connect with a friend over Zoom or FaceTime and start decluttering your wardrobe today. You can make it fun and I promise it will be well worth it. Thanks again, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.